sure you get that all the time in like oh, Adobe yeah. products that you're learning. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what Google's for, right? You're like, I don't want to look for how to do this, so I'll just Google it. So some like Swedish guy with a YouTube channel say, like, hello, today I will show you how to properly crop video in Adobe. Shout out to those guys that do that and only make it like an hour, or sorry, a minute and 38 seconds and cut all yeah. the bullshit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, like before you even started watching, they're like, just a reminder to subscribe to the channel. Like, no, I don't know you. It's too aggressive. Like, I'd have a better chance of subscribing if you just gave me the minute 38 video with the solution. Yeah. 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 I'd be like, wow, this guy rocks. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Oh, Collective fuck. grown. Please <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe to our podcast. I'm in the maze. Cause I ain't seen you in a long time. Chocolate skin, thick thighs, innocent eyes. So used to be mine with no commitment. You stay committed, hate to laugh, but then I took you through it. I still admit it, but your shape developed looking tighter than ever we used to. Bro, we're ever smoking blunts, but escaping all issues. Remember when I first tried to hit it, you held back. Now you smoking because you were smoking. Tits use that in court. I can't be held responsible. I never lie. How to get your music immediately skipped. 101. How to get your podcast immediately skipped. Two white guys talking about boop next. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> oh, that hurts. <laughs> my people are oppressed. Uh, the reality of it. Saturation in a nutshell. That's why we need to be just famous people and then start it. That's you know, going to be that initial, <laughs> Be that initial buy-in. Yeah, it's right, going to well, be a little we, tough. What can we make you do that's illegal but also won't get you hated by people? Uh, oh, please. Won't you put me I'm trying outside. My feelings talk. How will I know this is real? Thirty-three people that are gonna watch the clip. Yeah, well, depends on depends on who retweets. Really, you know, you gotta spread your engagement, bro. Yo, that's it's it's funny you say that. I got like a little notification for Twitter. It's like your tweets viewing a lot of people. It's been viewed by like seventy-five people. Dog, it says that if like like, six people have looked at it, I'm like, but like, but (laughs) it was literally just me saying like, you know, I think it was something about the Deshaun contract. Just some response to like, yeah, they like offered him money. I think it's like, I said something really basic like that. Congratulations. Your tweets being viewed by, I'm like, Twitter's getting fucking weird, dog. Twitter's like, they keep, they're so desperate to turn it into like a money making platform that like all the shit that's in there now. I'm like, what are you guys doing? You still won't even do the Shit that wasn't even like yeah. edgy. It was just like dumb. potential for any. Exactly. It's like, it just dumb. Like I'm deleting this. Like, yeah. So wait. You, so you back. can delete all your tweets, but only if you put in the work. You don't want to. Yeah. So why won't you? So like, why punish? Like, why don't you just let me delete them all? 
gotta like painstakingly hand go through and fucking delete you know like smoking yeah. a fruit roll up gusher blunt <laughs> like okay go get rid of that why like, do i why do i now remember that being a thing you actually did <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it it is 203 p.m sunday march 20th 2022 welcome to episode 73 of the fucking a podcast i'm your host J.R.R. Tolkien, and I am joined by my co-host, George R.R. Martin. No. no. So basically, no. so basically this this no, this episode will never release, is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yeah. And in the meantime, I'll make like purgatory. I'll just I'll just do nothing but make other podcasts that are like related to this show, but aren't the next episode of the show. You know what I mean? Nice, and I'll just die. So it's <laughs> <you know. laughs> the legacy lives on forever. Oh, episode 73. Uh my name is actually Dan. His name is actually Matt. But we thank you for joining us in whatever variety that we come in. Once again, for another comedy podcasting episode. Uh, a couple of a couple of globe tards, I think we are. Or are you a flat? Definitely. No, fuck yeah. that. Globe tard for life, bro. Okay, good, good. Just just to declare, we don't if you're if you're a if you're a flat earther, we you're not welcome here, Frank. Frank. I mean, spherical objects are the only objects that we believe in. And uh Pause. <laughs> I believe in a lot more objects and spheres. I don't know. Nothing. Everything is uh, everything's circles, bro. Everything's a circle. Yeah. Time. Time. Circle. <laughs> Give me a little McConaughey there. Time is a flat circle, man. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. I, you know what I was thinking, dude? I was thinking, uh, you know, most podcasts do this thing where they where they give their listeners like a name that they call their listeners that's like related to the name of their own show. So I was, I was trying to think this week, like what, what would we call our listeners? So like when we start the show and we're like, Oh, it's all through our names and it's a podcast. Thanks. Like, like to be like, what's up blank. Like, what do we call them? Like fuckheads, you know, podophiliacs. I'm a little alarmed at how quickly you came up with that. That was that was. I had a second. Um, you dragged on a bit, so my brain had time to work. That's that's the dynamic. Working in tandem, baby. Right. I drag on. I drag on and ramble. You, the, the gears start spinning. Uh, again, thank you for joining us again for another episode of a fucking eight. And I, uh, I, I. I had a, I saw this thing on the internet this week. You know, everybody's, you know, you were saying just before we started, right? Everything's going back to normal, mm-hmm. apparently. And <laughs> so uh, they say. That means, so they say. So people are going back to their office. Did you see this? Did you see this office in Toronto that that uh, lined a bunch of things up in their lobby for for workers coming back to work? That were these like passive aggressive shitheaded, like uh, they were like signs. Like one was like, "Miss your sweatpants." Yet, like your dog you probably misses you. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yo, fuck that job, dog. I miss my sweats and my dog. My dog has separation anxiety now. For Christ's sakes, there you go. That's what I mean. So, yeah, you know, if you're if you're an employer for for all of our uh, business owning listeners, the the dozens of them that we have, uh, you know, be more considerate about not poking fun at people having to commute to work again. I think that's I think that's a fair. I hate when employers try to be like cheeky funny and they're just not even remotely. It's like misses the ball entirely. It's like that fucking, (laughs) that guy that tried to sell me the car that was like, say no more fam. It's like complete opposite effect of what you want. Like I'm going to turn around and leave. Like, yeah. Like why don't they just keep going with that then? Like, like are are your wages barely keeping up with your cost of living? (laughs) 
like oh uh yeah actually they aren't <laughs> Sorry, shit. my private office flight costs more than your salary <laughs> it's like on the door as you walk in welcome back like yeah but uh you, you know the, that's the no matter how you listen to this podcast, I think we accept you, whether you're suit and tie, sweatpants with dog, however you come. Fucking we, res- for you. we respect you a lot more, though, if you're wearing like 1990s ski jumpsuits. I went to the beer fest yesterday in Toronto down a steam oh, whistle. Oh, yeah. Do tell. And that, seems, that seems to be the, like, the theme aesthetic is like 90s ski gear shit. My first oh. year going, so I didn't, I didn't know this. Wait, right? like I'm a, I'm for a beer fest, or like, is this a general society thing that I've completely? No, for beer fest. Okay. I wish it was for general society. It's fucking. <laughs> it's like it's a badass look, right? Okay. So I walk in, and the first thing I spot, there's like two chicks. One's wearing like a, a starter, starter jacket, like a Phoenix Suns throwback. The other one's got like the old Memphis Grizzly style one. I walked. Out, I'm like, yo, I gotta, I gotta be honest. Like, where the hell did you guys get those? Those are sick. So I found out about <clears throat> a dope little vintage spot down in Queen of Bathurst. Shout out to anybody that's looking for that shit. But uh, the, the actual beer fest itself was fucking awesome. Can't lie. Uh, it seems that we've pretty much gone back to normal, though, because I was in a giant fucking mud pit, essentially, because it was raining. <laughs> but everybody just shoulder to shoulder packed up, slamming beers, no masks on. 100% like we are back to normal, dog. And yeah. we'll see what happens. But great experience. I can't lie. As much as I believe in science and shit, I'm not going to lie. From a selfish perspective, I had a fucking blast yeah i mean i mean blast. that's that's like but that's been the whole pandemic right like nobody in, nobody has enjoyed this like no one's been like god i love masks fucking great like it's my favorite yeah, ugly thing. people do it's true and have you read have you like read the studies of things that it's like it's like, it's yeah, like fucking yeah. up our ability to recognize faces and shit and like mm-hmm. like now we've like now we've like forgotten what people look like because we only ever see them in public like with masks on and all that shit so yeah do you think that. that people will find you to be uglier or better looking? I feel like I look more mysterious. Put my sunglasses on and my mask, my hat. And they're like, True. who's this guy? Is he a robber? Is he a nice guy? You don't know. And then when I walk up close to you behind that like little side path outside the subway station that like people creepily walk down at 11 o'clock at night, I walk by and say, you can go first, miss. They go, oh, oh thank you. I'm taking it <laughs> back. You hit him with that the eyebrow happened. movements, you know? That's one thing I think I've really mastered in this is, is learning how to talk like, yeah, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, piggly wiggly here going on with the, the caterpillar. Yeah, dude, you got to communicate with the top of your face. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. If you haven't, after two years, if you haven't perfected eye movement, uh, you know, eye movement and eyebrow things. Yeah. Yeah. What do they call them? Smize. Smize. I feel like we've probably like actually gotten better at doing it because we do it all the time now. There's probably some like muscle change going on up there. That's true. Getting our yeah. reps in, dog. We are <clears throat> genetically, genetically superior with our upper facial muscles now. And maybe our mouths are all getting kind of slack jawed. So we're all just like nose up. We're really like defined. And then down here, we're just like, we're going to start going to the gym, just staring in the mirror. Just <clears throat> <clears throat> maybe 20 sets of reps. eyebrow raises. <laughs> now I got to do some boss scorning. <clears throat> <laughs> Fuck you! I don't want to come back. I miss my sweats. <laughs> you just got to be up on the times, right? Now, could I could I interest you in a little snack? Perhaps, <laughs> Doug. Have you seen me lately? You can interest me in a lot of snacks. <laughs> we'll leave that where it is. But this new dating app wants to help singles find their snack, but in a unique way. Unlike traditional dating apps, Snack doesn't limit users' freedom of expression to just a few photos and a short bio. Instead, 
It encourages users to be more interactive and show who they are through short form TikTok like videos. Oh, God, no. So it's just the next like, like metamorphosis of this shit, right? Like where yeah. does it go next? And this oh, is yeah. where this company thinks it goes next, eh? When you okay. create a profile on dating apps like Tinder, Bumble, or Hinge, you're usually asked to upload photos and answer some questions about yourself. And that's it. I mean, I need more. While someone's photos and written responses can give others a peek into who they are, these apps do make it pretty easy to lie and want, hide oneself behind a keyboard. After all, catfishing is a thing. You'll also be able to create videos of yourself based on provided prompts. For example, one snack prompt reads, tell us how tall you are without telling us how tall you are. I mean, first of all, fuck that one. Wow, I can't wait to just show myself not being able to reach something on an upper shelf in the kitchen. Be like, oh, I'm such a desirable mate. Like, can't, uh, wait to get, can't wait to all the, all the pussy I'll be swimming in when I show them how, how not tall I am. <laughs> She's like trying to dunk. She's like jumping a foot off the ground, (laughs) barely grazing the net. Oh yeah! (laughs) Wow, you can film like a success story. You like finally get it on the third one. Flip the bottom ring of the fucking mesh. Another prompt reads: Film a mini car karaoke episode. God, no! Jesus Christ! God, this is just encouraging killing myself. Like I I don't want (laughs) to. Like what is this? For extroverted singles who love creating TikToks, this is your chance to shine. Bring out your ring light and show the world why you're a star and a snack. Okay, so there are like, it's a normal thing now to have a ring light to shoot selfie videos, eh? Yes, it's a normal to 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 basically be living in a never-ending audition tape. I need off this rock. I need, <laughs> I need off this rock, bro. All users must be under the age of thirty-six to use the platform. Unfortunately, Snack is strictly targeted towards Gen Z and millennial singles. Fuck that shit. I need like, yo, it's called Snack. I'm trying to get like an old grandma that's like, you need a snack, dear? Just like filming videos of her cooking, you know, make this is a good news. This is good news. You and I are getting pretty close to aging out of this. So we couldn't even, we may not even be eligible to be suspected of this. Okay, so now now our society is even more fucking segregated when we're like those goddamn kids on their snack. Pretty much. But I was thinking about this. Isn't this like so much like the more I see technology advance, the more I realize that a lot of times it just comes back around to being uh, an updated version of something really old. Like, yeah, didn't there used to be did there used to be dating services where you'd film a camcorder video of yourself and put it on a VHS and send it in the mail and then they'd like send it out to people and be like, hello, my name's Todd. I'm 38 years old. I work at a pet store and I like to take long, like, and then people would watch the videos and be like, oh, I like him. Like write a letter back. Like we're just expediating this expediating. I don't know. That's a word, but I'm going to pretend it is. Are you going to call me out on obsolescence? Huh? You said obsolescence. Obsolescence is the real word. I know I've learned. All right. I'm, hey. I'm growing. I'm adapting. I'm changing. I actually oh, saw it written yeah. down the other day and I laughed. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, I mean, isn't this a new yeah. version of that? It seems to be. You're right, though. Everything cycles around, right? It's, new, it's like fucking fashion. Um, I guess this is the this is the modern version of it, though, right? Because it's short snippets. I'm pretty sure those tapes yeah. are like 15 minutes. This is going to be like a five second clip of me in my car singing "Journey." You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going off their prompts, that's not what I would put out. I'm just saying, like, you oh, film a karaoke session. Can you imagine? I mean, TikTok is already like a a gold mine of cringe. I cannot imagine the kind of videos 
Like people already post like someone's Tinder, take a screenshot of someone's hilariously oh, off a Tinder bio and oh, puts it on bro. Twitter. Like, can you imagine the kind of dating app shit you'd get? I can't. The depressed people that are going there and like are just like, you're not going to like me anyway. It's like sitting in the dark. Oh, like nagging like themselves? Loop. Yeah, like- exactly. <laughs> it's like sitting in the dark. It's like, oh, the height God. one's killing me though. The height one is fucking killing me. Say how tall yeah, you are. Yeah, I find that personally. I'm, I'm, I'm personally offended. I'm gonna write them. Gonna, an angry yo, it's email us. Book. It's us at like a tailor getting our pants hemmed. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's got to be. It's got to be them rolling the bottom of the pant legs yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god, the girl's like beside you with her fucking like the little needles in the side, you know? (laughs) Sewing needles. (laughs) Yo, see, like that's actually funny though. I feel like that could work. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, oh, so are we are are we come around now that we think this is a good idea, right? Oh, you just gotta you gotta know how to navigate, I guess. Yeah, I mean that's hilarious. I mean, we're always learning how to we're we're constantly learning how to so it's called snack, right? Snack. Do they spell it like on some Homer Simpson shit, or is it no, actually snack? No, it's not snack? like S N K or like yeah, something. Okay. It's actually the word snack. Right. So they they unlike most tech companies, they left the vowels in the word. This oh, time. did they? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I can't. Some of them I can't even pronounce anymore. It's like the the seltzer we talked this for. It's either natural or neutral, and I don't know. Yeah, like, I honestly don't know. Just just stabbing the English language and. <laughs> don't need this one's got that exactly. shit you exactly. don't need a 15 minute long dating tip you just need a 30 second clip you just about need yeah you just need uh, uh everybody to pretend they're james corden simming that singing sounds in like their car. that sounds like where some creeps are gonna fucking definitely end up on there yeah like how does this stop people from being creepy it does like, well, catfish are real like all right i could steal someone else's videos and put them up on a fake profile like yeah i can't wait to see the fucking the, you know the guys who think they're the joker they're fucking 30 second clips that kind of shit <laughs> <laughs> in the dark like stay like close up like nostril view of the their face like we live in a society <laughs> wow he's like dark i like he's that. mysterious he mm, might harvest wow. my organs and laugh mm. at me while he does it or he just needs the right he just hasn't met the right girl yet you know yeah the fucking the harley quinn savior you yeah. can fix him <laughs> Yo, have you seen, so we're talking about masks, obviously. Have you seen those fucking, like, those hockey puck, or not hockey puck, sorry, the, like, hockey, like, jockstrap style fucking face mask, dude, that straight up looked like the cup from a jockstrap? Have you seen I, these? I have not. Oh, my this. God, bro. I've seen a couple of them now. I, it, so it looks like the cu- like a hockey cup, but inverted. So, like, the nose part is, like, the like the bottom, or it goes, uh... Oh, okay. That shit. Where, I can't even where fucking you, talk. Jesus where Christ. Your, where your balls go would be where your nose goes, is what you're saying? No, where your balls go would be like where your mouth is. And where your <laughs> dick goes would be like where the bridge of your nose hey, you is. Know, that, <laughs> that, that's light. That sounds like a that sounds like good life advice right there. Where the balls go is where your mouth is. <laughs> Yo, dude, I've seen some people walking around with these in public, and it's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen. Do they look like Bane masks? Yeah, that's exactly okay. what it looks like. Except okay. it's like a like a, a fucking disabled Jason Voorhees with a Bane mask is what it looks like. Oh, it's got those like drilled holes in it. You know what I'm saying? Like that old it has school hockey holes mask. in it. Yeah, bro. That's what I don't understand. There's some sort of like mesh screen underneath, but still uh, on the front for like design. There's like holes in it, as like an old hockey mask would. 
but it's in the shape of the fucking cup that goes around your nuts and your jock. Okay. Dog, it's the dumbest thing. I've, I've seen a couple of them now, and I'm like, who? You get out more I, than I do, so I, I trust that you've probably seen wide varieties of masks. Fucking ludicrous, bro. Like, I don't know how you put something on your face that makes you look like it cups your nuts and think you're like, I look, this looks better hey. than a fucking surgical mask. Hey, way back, we, we did a story on the show about dudes who were selling leather face masks that had wallet slots in it that you could put your money right on your face. Oh, my like, God. Yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> shit, dog. <laughs> Slamming your face against the tap. What <laughs> <laughs> about that shit. Uh, Why shit. do I even question anything anymore? <laughs> like, there's nothing to question, bro. Yeah, so it's like, why do we do that? Because we can, and we did. Such is life. You should probably question your dentist, though. A dentist in Wisconsin has been found guilty of deliberately breaking his patient's teeth with a drill so he could collect millions of dollars to repair the damage with dental crowns. The alleged scheme by licensed Grafton dentist Scott Charmoli, 61 years of age, appears to have begun in 2015 when the number of crowns he installed abruptly increased. 2015, Charmoli installed 1,036 crowns. Well over the 434 that he did in 2014. So in one year... Over double the amount of work he's done. This, this guy was looking for a yacht, you know? Oh, fucking Hondo P, bro. Amid the royal boom, his income increased by more than a million dollars, going from 1.4 million to 2.5 million. Now, first, holy fuck, oh. man, I got to be a dentist. Like, these Yo. guys are making bank, dog. Dude, they're money factories. You 15 minutes, so like, that'll be $190, please. Like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. just charge it to my insurance, so <laughs> yeah, nobody exactly. even gives a fuck that I'm overcharging you. Yeah, I read this okay. story, by the way, and I was like so absolutely unsurprised by this. Like, den- And then I was like reading people's comments and they're like, oh, my God, like, yeah, I had a dentist who was like this. Like, apparently, I guess the dental community is filled with grifters who do that, who like just basically try to scam for insurance to just be like, yeah, oh, you have insurance? Know, oh, I was going to fucking look into it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Right? We'll just fly under the rug here. We'll try to like not do enough that we get flagged and we'll just go about our business. Everybody's happy. Now, according to a federal indictment, Tremoli's scheme worked like this. He would take an x-ray or a photograph of the patient's pearly whites, point out a faint line or a spot on a healthy tooth, so basically lying to people about what they're seeing, and then he would yeah. tell the patient that the fleck indicated decay or a fracture that needed to be repaired with a crown, which is a dental cap that goes over a damaged tooth. Yeah. Now, once the patient had agreed to the procedure, Tremoli would go to work with his drill to actually damage the healthy tooth, sometimes breaking off a piece, often a cusp. Tremoli would then stop and take another x-ray or photograph of the damage, which he would submit for insurance coverage to justify the crown. Then Tremoli would install a crown. Now, this guy was indicted by a federal grand jury in December 15, 2020, and just last week, the jury found Tremoli guilty of five counts of healthcare fraud and two counts of making false statements related to healthcare. Wow. He now faces a max of 10 years in prison for each count of the fraud uh, and a maximum of five years for each false statement conviction. Fuck now, this clown. I work, I, you know, I work in a health benefits. A related field. Yep. Yeah, I relate. I work in that in, in sort of insurance field for, for a living. And yeah, like this guy, this guy knew what the opposite side of it was. Like we, I don't, I don't handle dental stuff where I work. But yeah, we have a we have a dentist who works in the office who like when something is uncertain, we send it to him and he interprets the x-rays to like determine whether or not what they've submitted is actually required, right? Like mm-hmm. you, you can't mm-hmm. just submit a crown. Like if it's unsure, you it's like an x-ray. We sent it to this guy to be like, yes. That's Did he actually need a fucking crown or is yes. he just trying to pocket you five grand? You don't leave it up to dentist. a bunch of office workers to interpret a fucking dental x-ray, obviously. So like yeah. this guy clearly knew what was on the other end. 
to scam it to be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta get a like a, a fraudulent X-ray and then send it in and all that. Like, wow, man. Like, how do you? Was the Walter the th- White of dentists, right? Think of this though. You go in and you're like, I think I got like a cavity. Like, you might just let's say hypothetically, you're like, I think sure. I might have a cavity here, but your tooth's still intact. Yeah. And then you like get your shit done. And then this guy comes and was like, look, you're missing a giant chunk of your tooth after I drilled into the side of it. Right. <laughs> oh, whoa, I really am, doctor. I think you need a fish laugh for me. Yeah. Well, like, here's a photo of it. Okay. Hey, let's go. Like, you know what I'm saying, bro? I, I chipped my tooth twice in my life. Once was yeah. off a freezer when I was moving it because I'm a fucking dumbass. And the other time was because I was eating a Jolly Rancher and it stuck to my filling and it took it out. And now I'm missing a piece of my tooth. Atta boy. I knew. I knew. If you're telling but, me uh, you sit me in a chair and you're drilling, I'm going to know. This is also greed. Like, this is oh. these, the only people who ever really get caught are these dudes who are like, uh, exactly that. Like, I did 400 crowns last year, and then the year after, I did 1,200 of them. Like, you can't triple it. Like, you did 500 the year after, maybe 550. But this guy, like, this guy clearly had something he wanted to buy and was like, all right, if I just scam for a year, like, I'm going to get that new yacht. It's also possible show that- off. He started just doing one, two, and then realized like, yo, they ain't ever going to catch me and just got fucking stupid and greedy with it. Right. And then started drilling away. Yeah. Maybe once he submitted a few and they came back fully paid from the insurance company, he's probably like, I've, I've discovered a gold mine. Like nobody commits a little fraud. You know, there's not a lot, there's not enough like small fraud commit, like people who commit fraud, it just starts small, but you're right. It spitballs into like, I can just keep doing this forever. Yeah, this guy was already like planning. He's like, I'm going to call my yacht the Tooth Fairy and we're going to shell out in the summer on the West Coast. <laughs> like this guy was already planned out, dog. I called my yacht the Crown Jewel. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I like that <laughs> Oh, fuck. Edmonton could be the first city in Canada where invasive and destructive feral pigs become a permanent fixture if the creatures are allowed to go hog wild and the city is unprepared an expert warns wild pigs are spreading out of control across the prairies many living in central alberta and could become embedded in edmonton's river valley without intervention according to university of saskatchewan professor ryan brook quote they tear up the forest floor native grasslands get destroyed wetlands water systems they feed on anything where they can and will kill any pets for sure he said jesus yeah wild pigs wild pigs are the worst invasive wild mammal on the planet i don't think there's any debate about that this motherfucker came in fiery he hates pigs dog but they are they're destructive bro they don't the the whole like you know fat like a pig they don't want that's exactly what the problem is they come in and will not stop eating they'll eat themselves to death which means that they'll destroy everything around you and kill your pets you think this guy works for the bacon propaganda you see a a representative of pharma yeah bacon (laughs) big bacon (laughs) the big bacon industry has got to kill them all he called them the swine scurrying about the prairies are, quote, super pigs, according to Brooke. Again, like, <laughs> this guy sounds like a propaganda anti-pig guy or something. <laughs> the pigs have their own banking system, okay? They don't spend their fucking food with other animals. <laughs> they put them in a chamber. These aren't just pigs. They're super pigs. They're not sending their best. These are the worst pigs. <laughs> they do nothing but eat all the resources. <laughs> Brooke is glad Alberta has a strategy to manage the pests. Eat them all, I assume. 
shoot them in the fucking face and eat them. them. (laughs) Last May, the Alberta Alberta Invasive Species Council also launched the Squeal on Pigs campaign seeking tips. Yes. Squeal on pigs. There you go. And then it's just next level, bro. You got the squeals on wheels. You know, it's like home delivered dead pigs. Boom. Here you go. You just call them and you're just like, I saw a pig. They just like take care of it, bring it to your door. Like, since you reported it, we gift it to you. Like, oh, thank you. Honey, we got meat for a month. Quote, you can ignore wild pigs all you want until you can't ignore them. Then they're at your doorstep and literally showing up in your house and coming into cities. I mean, it sounds like this is like what Bro, they say yeah, about yeah. terrorists. I was like, going to say replace this, is- this in, like the word pig with immigrant in this and <laughs> put it on gu- <laughs> put it on guns.com. <laughs> Just repost it right on guns.com. Be like, hey, I wrote an article for you guys. You cannot dabble in wild pig eradication. You either go in full <laughs> hog and go hard and remove them, but you need a strategy. <laughs> Tell me, bro, you can put whatever word you want, terrorist or immigrant, and this, and this article is a hundred times better, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. This guy, this guy, like, clearly went to that same school of thought and was like, I'm going to use this to, to, to kill all these fucking pigs. <laughs> like, yeah, war on the swine. Oh. These swine coming in here to our cities, eating our food, terrorizing our families. Before you know it, they're at your front door. I can't even think this, can I can't. Oh, my goodness. Next thing you know, they're taking over your schools. Oh, my God. Stealing your jobs. Yeah. So if you're in Alberta, um, be careful about pigs, apparently. And if you're really, really, if you really fucking hate them, then uh, you need to look up Ryan Brooke from the University of Saskatchewan. Who, uh, who, who is a is a thought leader in the anti-pig community? I think this guy feels like he's like the oppressed. He's like the big bad wolf in this story. The pigs have moved in, but he feels like he's the oppressed one. You know what I'm saying he's like these pigs took our houses, and then I try to they weaponize the wind that I'm trying to use to blow down. I am the hero. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, it's tough out there. So, you know. If you're if you're pro bacon, then maybe you're maybe you're I know what side of the story you're on, but um, joking aside though, pigs are fucked. They're so fucked, bro. You do have to wipe them bastards out. It's just, it's a shame, but mm. they will eat everything. You know that's that's just what I'd expect from an anti-pigger like you. An anti-pigger, no. yeah. Medical student in India has come under scrutiny after he was allegedly caught cheating with a micro Bluetooth device believed to be surgically implanted into his ear. It was the student's final attempt on Monday to clear the exam in medical school after repeatedly failing it since getting admission into the college 11 years ago. Well, this is a practice. I want to sign up for this family doctor for sure. Now, it's, it's just immediately reminds me of the old George Carlin joke. He's like, somewhere out there is the worst doctor in the world, and somebody has an appointment with him tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> now, the student of the private medical college was appearing for the exam at Mahatma Gandhi Memorial Medical College when he was found with a mobile phone in the inner pocket of his trouser, which was connected to a Bluetooth device implanted in his ear. Wow. After questioning by the college officials, one official reportedly said that he had a skin-colored micro Bluetooth device that was fixed into his ear by a surgeon. So my guy didn't have just like a little earpiece in like this guy went to like an actual fucking doctor and was like, so somebody who did pass the exam and knows what they're doing helped do this for him. Weren't we saying something about, you know, crooked medical field trying to make bank. Like, 
Evidently. Yeah. So there's some doctor out there who will help some shitty doctor get it through his exam with the, with the medical. It's like a minority graph. report fucking surgery over here, man. Wow. Like, yeah. You just see a guy in a back alley. Like I got you. Now the <laughs> college, uh, the college wouldn't release the, the name of the student. Uh, they're trying to protect their own shit, I guess. But that being said, this guy's 11th attempt at the fucking exam, bro, go home. Your yeah. parents are going to hate you either way. Like they're not going to be proud when you finally graduate. They're still disappointed in you. Like, what do you say about people's, I mean, I've never been that desperate to, to try something like that, but I mean, I'm not desperate to get listeners for the show, but I don't know how, <laughs> how, how depraved I can be in that regard. You ever but. see somebody like flat out cheating in college when we were there? Of course, Scott, all yeah, the time. I see mad, all of mad, course. mad yeah. people. There was one exam. I couldn't believe it. It was a uh, sociology in first year with fucking that teacher. That was like insane. Oh, that crazy that old lady. Shit, yeah. yeah. That was nuts. But these, uh, there was like these four Chinese kids that were like talking to yourself, talking to each other, sorry. in like really like muffled Chinese really low. And they were like in a four square squadron and they were just like legit straight up, like mad four cheating. I couldn't square squadron. <laughs> they were like ready to two go. Two by two formation, of course. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't believe it. I was sitting there and I'm like, how are you guys not getting caught right now by the TAs? Like, this is the most obvious shit I've ever seen. But I went through their shit and I'm no snitch, obviously, right? I just did my shit, took my 75 and went home. Like, Thank a. you very much. Hey. Showed up. Well, not and did an okay. A. Sorry. I said A, but it's really like a C. But yeah, it's like in university, it's not, that's not good. They're like, oh, no, in university, that's a B, isn't it? 75? That's a thanks for your tuition money. Like, yeah. you know, yes. a degree is a degree. You're not an thanks. idiot, but also like, you're not, you're not, you're not going to be changing going, the yeah. world. Yeah. No, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good Bye-bye. one. Enjoy your approved and your, sorry, your improved reading ability. That's about that. That's all uh, that yeah. says about you. And you're, and you're, <laughs> you're now lifelong crippling addiction to weed. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, bud. Thank you. <laughs> As this guy wears an existential dread sweater. <laughs> I am. And and when, when something finally becomes video clips, as I've started to do, people can see it for themselves. I hate it because like I saw it and I'm like, oh, that's the best sweater I've seen in time. And I, I wish I would have saw that before you and bought it. So they came in different colors. You could have bought it too. Nah, I can't you know? now. Can't now. You know, you don't want you don't want to bite this drip, you know? That's tight, bro. Like, what am I supposed to say? That's that shit's fucking tight. Thank you. Is it, is it a skull that it's holding instead of a yeah, basketball? It's, it's it's like a it's like the Shakespearean like to be or not to be fucking. Oh, that's even better. Oh my yeah, god. I know it's multi layered. Okay. okay, that's even fucking better. Wow, you got to be a real <laughs> nerd to pick that one up. That's the Hamlet skull. <laughs> Fuck. I, I never even read. Myself. I never even read Hamlet. So there you We're go. Fucking losers, bro. But I love it. <sighs> Losers with an, with an award-winning podcast. Mm-hmm. Someday. Someday. Yo, dream big, dog. Dream big. I do. I do. You know who dreams big? World record holders, which we've, we've come back to numerous times now. Absolutely. Becoming a thing. So I got one for you here. So it's a world record setter update. Ooh. Become a record. Become a record tracking podcast as we are. Introducing the American dream. With 26 wheels and enough space to hold around 75 people, it includes a waterbed, a swimming pool with a diving board, a jacuzzi, a mini golf course, and even a specially strengthened helipad. And yes, a working engine too. It's not for driving. It's not for everyday driving, obviously, says Michael Manning, as he stands in front of the 100-foot-long car that he helped restore. Sorry, it has a helipad on top of it? It's got a swimming pool. It's got a putt-putt course. It's got a lot. I mean, as insane as it is to have a fucking pool and a, and a golf course inside of a car, I, I just, a helipad on the roof, bro. Yeah. 
It's like Grand Theft Auto stuff. Like you, I need you to got to land your helicopter on your. <laughs> <laughs> I need dentist money. <laughs> the creation of car collector and builder Jay Orberg, the automobile originally measured sixty feet weak, but when he built it in nineteen eighty six, I mean, even sixty feet is kind of boss shit. It's kind of scarface. So he added shit, right? forty feet to this, or he built a new one. Yeah, apparently considering it to be a little on the short side, Orberg later added another 40 feet to its length. And for reasons that aren't immediately clear, although the inability to go anywhere in it might have been one of them, the absurdly long vehicle was eventually abandoned in a New Jersey warehouse. It was bought and sold a couple times, and then it was restored recently for $250,000. Why? Because we can? Because I did 600 more crowns this year. That's why. That's right. That's why. why. Manning and his team even added a tiny bit of length for the vehicle to break the American Dream's own record as the world's longest car. It's now on display in Orlando for visitors to enjoy. As for the vehicle's future, Manning appears keen on keeping it going, saying, eventually, we're going to extend it. Yes. That's what America's all about. That's the dream. Fucking right, dude. Like, think of the turning radius on that path. No wonder you don't drive it anywhere. You can't turn. It's turning radius is like six city blocks, I assume. Yeah. Like right. the, the most minute, like. <laughs> That's what you mean. Like there's no, there's no way this thing is even remotely drivable. Yeah. Like, so it's just a pure gimmick. Like you would like maybe rent it out on fucking, I don't know, some, some of those weird, like. Yeah. Like a flatbed would deliver apps. it and just leave it on the side of the road for you to like. Come party, party. in it. Yeah. And land your helicopter on, of course. It's going to drive right. two feet forward and two feet backward. <laughs> You've officially right. driven in the world's longest car. So shout out, shout out. I'll make sure I'll make sure to bring that up, uh, you know, next year when we go through this year's Guinness World Record up. uh, up Okay, so think of the guy that owns this shit. You spent all this fucking money to buy it. Then you, you know, put 250 grand to fucking renovate it, yada, yada. So you suck a lot of money into this bad boy. Yeah. And like, would you even be able to let your guests fully enjoy it? Because like you, you, hey, you like you can't play golf after you just got to the pool. You're going to fucking soak the grass, man. Like, what are you doing? You know, there'd be a bunch of bullshit like that. Like how wild can you really get in that thing? You know what I mean? 75 people, couple swimming pools, you know, golf. Wouldn't trust anybody. Not also, a how does the golf work? I mean, like, I've seen it. It's just like a really long limo. So, like, you just kind of, like, hunched over over a back seat, like, putting, like, up and down the... Yeah, you wouldn't be able to stand up, right? Like, and actually yeah. fucking golf. You crick your neck doing that, you know? Like, Lay down and shoot your fucking club like a pool cue. <laughs> yeah, they, they... We've all done that every now and then. <laughs> Yeah, I've partied in a few hundred foot vehicles, you know, like I, I know what it is. Yeah, I was gonna say you're 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 a connoisseur of the of the century long vehicle. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm definitely not a connoisseur of beer though. My favorite beer I had yesterday was a fucking cake flavored beer. It was so good. It was so good, bro. Look, I'm I don't even I'm not even allowed to drink beer anymore, but even I think that uh that is an affront to everything that is good and holy about the brews of the world. Cake Sounds beer. like it. It was, it was bomb, dude. Bomb. Like came back for another sample of it. So fucking good. Like the tail end taste was a nice. Like, You're the reason why they just keep making flavored everything. No, Cause you? I tried a bunch of the other shit there and like the other flavor was dog shit, bro. Have but you tried this one hit. starlight Coca-Cola? No, I don't even know what that is. Uh, I, I attempted one the other day. I mean, just like, I mean, it's it's like a leprechaun jizzes in your mouth. It's so gross. It's just like cotton candy, <laughs> oh Coca Cola, sweet. It's just like it's it's like it, it's tasting the rainbow. It's just so fucking god awful, like oh sickening, like really sickening and awful. Is this some like new like? Is this some new like yeah, shit or 
Yeah. Oh. I just, I literally went out, just went to the store before I jumped on. I saw it. I got a Canada Dry instead. I decided to get my fake ginger ale. As opposed didn't to, want to get mouth fucked by a leprechaun. Understand? I didn't want to get mouth fucked by it. not to, not today at least. You know, I mean, maybe maybe not on the today. weekend. <laughs> not today. <laughs> all right, give me one more. Uh, all right, let me pick a good one here. Uh, we've been talking about wild animals, so this works quite well. Research from the BYU Wildlife Sciences professors finds that when hunting season starts, elk in Utah move off of public lands where they can be hunted and onto private lands where they cannot be hunted. And then when hunting season is over, they shift right back to the public lands. So the elks have figured out how not to get shot in the face. The state-funded study found elks' use of public land decreased by over 30% by the middle of rifle season. Quote, it's crazy. On the opening day of the hunt, they move. And on the closing day, they move back. Stead said study senior author and BYU professor Brock McMillan. It's almost like they're thinking, oh, all these trucks are coming. It's opening day. We better move. While this fascinating animal behavior is actually quite problematic for the Utah Division of the Wildlife Resources, it's because dense elk populations can be harmful to habitats throughout the state, even disrupting uh, farming operations as they are prone to steal food from livestock grazing on private lands and cause damage to farming infrastructure. In fact, they're so disruptive that the state is bound by law to manage elk populations. What? Yeah, dog. So this is just like the pigs, right? They're like almost an invasive species on these Guns. spots. Gun.com is furious by this oh, story. Oh, freaking, bro. Like, yo, people are probably thinking like, these guys are fucking shills for Gun.com. They joke about it, but they actually love this shit. And like, Why won't these stupid animals stay put <laughs> so we can fucking shoot them in the face like God intended us to do? While this is fascinating animal behavior, it's actually quite problematic for the Utah Division of Wildlife Resource. That's because dense elk populations can be harmful to habitats throughout the state, even disrupting farming operations as they're prone to steal food from livestock grazing on private lands and cause damage to the farming infrastructure. In fact, they're so disruptive that the state is bound by law to manage the elk populations. Quote, wow. the state has been getting complaints on both sides of the issue with elk migrating to private lands. One side says there's not enough elk to hunt. And the other side says the elk are eating us out of our home and our fucking house. It's been found that the introduction of private land hunting was successful in altering the distribution of elk across the public land. So what they've ended up doing was they actually created permits that you had to clear with the landowners themselves to be able to hunt on private land, to be able to combat yeah. this because the, the fucking farmers want them gone too. Right. So they're like, yo, like come fucking shoot these elk. You take them, take them <laughs> out of here. Now, as a result of the work, Utah has now permanently implemented private land hunting permits for elk. The hunters must coordinate with the private land owners on using those permits, but it now gives landowners the ability to take care of the problem as needed. Oh, mm -hmm. see that nature. You can't win. Mm -mm. You just, you know, you, te you test us, we'll find a way to get you. You think you're smart? You heard our truck coming? You're going to dodge our right. bullets? Nah. <laughs> nah. Those are imaginary state lines. I can shoot you wherever the fuck I want. Evidently. Yeah. Like, so just like the pigs, it like actually is an issue and they need to be dropped, right? But it, it, it is kind of funny from an outside perspective to think they're like, oh, we got away. We're so smart. Like, yo, good for you, animals. It's nah. just like a reminder <laughs> that like there is no limit that we will go to to not fucking just and then the, like just like the pig story it's like every every time there's something like this it always gets like it gets painted as like it's the fucking animals really these fucking pigs all they do is eat everything and fuck everything up these stupid pigs we need to shoot them in the face these elk they go onto our land they eat our crops we need to shoot them in the face it's like yeah, and why they put them on our blaming, fucking walls you know, we keep blaming the animals why is it like they're not the issue yeah, the issue might be that we've like legit destroyed their homes and live where they used to yeah. live now. Yeah, mm. the pigs in Edmonton are like, 
this is weird. I swear this used to be like habitat. Like, no, it's a mall now. Like, oh, okay, I'm going to go over here. What are you doing over there? <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking little garbage trousers. Honestly, though, like, it, the whole invasive species thing really is a, is a funny concept, isn't it? Especially when it's not an invasive to that area. Like, yeah, if you bring a spider from Asia that's not supposed to be in North America, okay, sure, fine. But, like, Ew. if it's a natural animal in the area, like, oh, there's too many fucking elk. There's too many fucking elk here, bro. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be, this is the, this is the most like big brain deep cut of all, but like, I think the real invasive species is us. Oh, humans are a parasite Neo. That line always stuck with me from fucking the matrix. They, my, are. my edgy, my edgy 16 year old brain couldn't handle it. I was like, Oh my we also, God. We also kind of are. Really? We are. That's the, that's the thing, right? Like as much as it's like, oh, that's edgy. It's like there is some truth into it, right? We fucking drag everything out the planet and bleed it dry, and then go. We need to go to Mars now. We fuck this do, one up. Do the fucking same damn thing, brother. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Now I have a game for you. Prepared like something fun. Would you like to play a game? As long as you don't ride out on a tricycle with a fucking mask on, <laughs> we're off <I'm> down. <laughs> what kind of mask? Like a uh, nutsack hockey mask thing, or or, or leather mask, or I, I, at least I'd laugh before you killed me. So oh, that's good. I'd be all right with that. <laughs> He's a murderer, but he makes his victims laugh. <laughs> you look like a fucking dumbass. <laughs> anyway, rip my fingers off. Coming to your coming to your streaming services this fall. Uh, so how I got to this was I stumbled across the Twitter account of George Papa, Papadopoulos. Now, if you don't know for listeners and if you don't know who George Papadopoulos is, he was uh, one of uh, one of Donald Trump's lackeys. Um, oh, I'm thinking of George Strombolopoulos. That You're fucking thinking guy. of George <laughs> Strombolopoulos in, in uh, what is it, Much Music? Canadian fucking hero over there. Yeah, he was on Much Music and then he went to like CBC late night. Yeah, something like that. But so I was on Twitter. He was, this was a guy that, that when Trump was getting investigated, they, he like got, he got nicked by the, by the feds and then like indicted okay. and all this stuff. And then they did the usual mob boss thing. Trump was like, I don't even know this guy. He like gave me a coffee once, even though they were like <laughs> pictures of them together and they like worked together. Like, but so anyway, I, I just clicked on this thing and, and I, I've noticed on Twitter that all of the like Republican, like Fox news people all have like books. They all have books. Every person has a book in every Twitter profile. There's a link to their book on Amazon. So I'll just poop tweeting. So I'm, I clicked and I'm like, I got to see what the, like the review of this book is. Right. So I go on and I'm like, all right, like it's probably a money laundering scheme, writing these books and then selling them on Amazon. Since every single person in the like Republican sphere has a book on Amazon. So I click on it and the reviews are fucking glowing. It's got a 4.7. The book is, this is the title of George Papadopoulos' book, Deep State Target, How I Got Caught in the Crosshairs of the Plot to Bring Down President Trump. Hot read. I mean, I mean, a page turner, right? Sounds like a, sounds amazing. So I started to look around because, you know, there's the like uh, uh, people who bought this book also liked these books. And, And one after another, every single one of them, thousands of reviews, glowing reviews, you know, 4.8s, 4. you know, they're all up there. I mean, so I got thinking that we'd play a little game. So I have 10 category, 10, 10, 10, uh, square offs here. Okay. We're going to play a game where you are going to have to guess between 
one of these right-wing conservative Republican books and some of the greatest literature ever written. And I want you to guess which one has a higher Amazon five-star rating. Oh my okay. good fucking Lord, dude. Okay. I you got I, 10 oh matchups, 10, 10 square offs. Are you prepared to run the gauntlet? My friend, let's fucking do this, bro. Okay. First up is Dan Bongino, who is like a, He's like a guns doc. He's like a freedom. Dan Bongino. 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 He's, he's like, you see this guy, you'd be like, wow, I can just smell this guy through, through the internet. It's like a smelly pussy. He's like the furthest of the far, like crazy fucking like pro gun pro everything. Anyway. So his book, call him, call him Bongino then anything fucking vagina related. Absolutely. His book, follow the money, the shocking deep state connections of the anti-Trump cabal, 5,000 reviews. Okay, he's going to be squaring off in round one versus Charles Dickens' A Tale of Two Cities with 5,600 ratings of its own. Who do you think wins? It's Bongino versus Dickens. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm only now realizing that those names accidentally. (laughs) That's why I'm laughing, yo. I'm sorry to to get fucked, bro. (laughs) I got to go with Dickens on this one. I'm going Dickens. Okay, fuck that Bongino. Unfortunately, the winner was Bongino, a 4.8 to Dickens, 4.5. Yeah, okay, because A Tale of Two Cities loses out to this fucking book. I'm Indeed gonna do it does. Uh, <laughs> a Tale of Two Cities, I mean, whatever. But the shocking deep state connections of the anti-Trump cabal, it's right there in the title. Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities, A Tale, boring, shocking, deep state, all that's lost on the title, really. Real tale, bro. The real tale is the injustice done to the Republican Party. The real truthy tale. It's happening right in front of your fucking eyes, man. All right. Well, it's okay. We're, we, we, you, you got plenty of time to recover here after that. So number two, Miranda Devine. She's a New York Post Fox News tr- contributor. Her book, Laptop from Hell, Hunter Biden, Big Tech, and the Dirty Secrets. The Dirty Secrets the President Tried to Hide. Big Tech shows up a lot on these books, by the way. I bet oh, it fucking does. 4,700 ratings for, for this book. Now, she's squaring off in round two against Ernest Hemingway's For Whom the Bell Tolls. Also, 4,600 ratings. Hmm. I read that a little while ago. Great book, by the way. Great fucking book. But have you um, read Laptop from Hell? I haven't. And you know what? I think I'm missing out on a, on a fantastic, yep. fantastic Shocking. book. Now, the issue... Will Dan put two in a row on that? Oh, so side. you're trying to I'm play gonna, me. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say yes, he would. I'm going with I'm going with the uh are you going Miranda Devine's laptop? Miranda from Devine, hell? absolutely. You are correct. She beats out this Let's week's go. Hemi's weak soy boy lib fucking for whom the bell cucks. Four point six <laughs> to four point five. Yo, Miranda Devine the bell takes cucks it. is is an incredible book. I knew it. I I knew she was gonna outclass him. It was too good of a book. You know, too good. It actually loses ratings because of how good it is, right? Yeah, there's also people that probably don't agree with the anti-war sentiment in it and shit like that too. So they'll that's just that it. woke. That's just that soy boy beta woke lib fucking cuck bullshit is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Not it's not a strong book like Laptop from Hell. Yo, trench warfare, nothing doesn't got nothing doesn't on matter. Hunter Biden. Nothing doesn't on matter who, who shoots in trench. Like nobody fights like that. That's right. Fuck out of here. Right. It's pussy. It's not hand to hand. You know, it's not some Steven Seagal shit. So good job. You've, you've broken even. Ding, 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 ding. Number three. Round three. 
the man, the myth, the legend, Ben Shapiro's facts don't care about your feelings. His, his, his like title album, 3,400 reviews <laughs> squares off against Maya Angelou's. I know why the cage bird sings one of the great works of literature. Shapiro, okay. Angelou, heavyweight battle. Shapiro is the ultimate cuck shill. So I, I'm going to say he loses out to Maya Angelou. I'm going Maya. Maya Angelou comes up big, 4.8 to 4.7. Let's Atta fucking boy. go, bro. Shapiro devastated. What no, will Maya's he my do? Girl. I can't wait for his response, his rebuttal. I need his podcast rebuttal to this, to this devastating turn of events. It's exactly what his self-titled book would be, you know? He'd just be like, that's bullshit. This is fact, and they don't care about your fucking feelings. Amazon ratings don't care about your feelings, cuck boy. Sorry. Suck it, Ben, you fucking loser. Round four. My wife's Len- dry as a fucking sandpaper because she doesn't get turned on when I fuck her. Vaginas don't, don't, about- get, vaginas don't <laughs> get wet. That's scientific fact. Yo, pause. Like, can you imagine self really This I know. That's what I'm saying. Can yes. you imagine going out to the world and being like, I can't get my wife's vagina wet? <laughs> Women don't operate like that. <laughs> this man, this man is a real person who actually, actually puts himself out there. See, look, every time I, every time you're worried, you know, like even I, like I, you know, last few years doing podcasts and writing and stuff, I'm like, you know, I'm always like skeptical about like putting myself out there like anybody is, but you just have to be reminded by guys like Ben Shapiro that like, you really, you really be hard pressed to fuck up the way these guys can do from, from time to time. <laughs> Just get destroyed like this online. Like the self-owning is what kills me, bro. It's not even that someone's making fun of you. It's like you go out there yourself and boast about how you can't get your wife wet. And then everybody comes after two pumps. What are you talking about? That's scientific fact. That's just evolution. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Right? 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 (laughs) Round four. Glenn Beck and his the great reset, Joe Biden and the rise of 21st century fascism. Again, strong. Every one of the titles of their books are title, semicolon, longer title. You know what I mean? Seems to be a formula, yeah. Every single one of them. And then the subtitle is always like much more aggressive than the initial. It's like, it, it's like a catchphrase and then a very aggressive description. How the subtitle. left U.S. government is butt-fucking the American yeah, citizen. It, it, exactly. Go, Thank you. Okay. Yeah, you're you're halfway there. <laughs> you're halfway there. You could be selling books in no time. Glenn Beck is facing off against Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Ooh, ooh, never read that, but I know about it. Um, hmm, is that good enough of a book, or is there enough hate on it? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with Americans getting butt fucked against Pride and Prejudice on this one. I, I'm you going. Are, I'm, you are correct. Beck triumphs four point seven to four point six on the Amazon rating scale. Sad news. That's well sad news, man. Well done. You are you are currently three for four. Whoa, doing all right. It's about I might to actually fall have off. to. I was going to have to give you a prize. Fuck. Round five. James Lindsay, who Amazon's bio for the author, by the way, because some of these people I didn't know who the fuck they are. Yeah, I don't know. Who his that Amazon is. bio includes the fact that he is renowned for his criticism of woke culture. Stay strong, my friend. Did you put him against a woke book? Let's find out. His book, Race Marxism: The Truth About <sighs> Critical Race Theory. Now it's only it only had 145 ratings, so it's modest. Maybe you know, maybe new release. Possibly, but I squared it off against Alex Haley's the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, Malcolm X would kill this guy. 
<laughs> oh, Lindsay versus okay. Haley slash X. What do you got? I, I got to ride with Dr. X. X gives it to you, homie. 4.8. Excellent. 4. Let's 6. go. Let's fucking go. You're on fire. The truth I'm prevails. Get, I'm going to, I'm going to get, I'm going to get a little thing out for you here and put, put like flames around your, I need a counter. Order of you. Ding, 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 ding. Four for five. Out of boy. Here we go. Round six. Kaylee McEnany, former Trump White House spokesperson. I don't know if you remember the skinny little blonde girl who used to take questions for him when he was president. Sounds familiar. Um, her, his, one, of, one of his many minion, lying minions that he employed. Her book, For Such a Time as This, My Faith Journey Through the White House and Beyond. What a title. I mean, God damn. My it's journey. My faith. Yeah. My faith uh, journey. It's not even really like a properly formulated, <laughs> but okay. Anyway. 2,400 ratings on her book. Now, this one was personal for me. I squared it off against Kurt Vonnegut's Slaughterhouse-Five, my favorite book of all time, and 11,000 ratings on Amazon. McEnany, Vonnegut. Ding, ding, who you got? You want the irony out of this with your favorite book losing, so I'm going, I'm going with you know the Faith and Justice tour over Slaughterhouse-Five. This one was all pain. Yeah, all I knew pain. it. I fucking knew it. Blondie scored 4.9. What? How this many book, reviews? How many reviews? 2,400. Okay, that's insane. My Faith dog. Journey Through the White House is a damn near flawless book, according to these ratings. Slaughterhouse-Five, 4.5. Yo, people need to learn how to fucking read, bro. Why? Why bother? <laughs> Readings for, for woke libs, homie. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh, that one, my God. That one took, took a few months off my expected lifespan number round seven I knew that would hurt i knew that yeah. would hurt you like personally i'm like i, I psychoanalyzed you here i'm like yeah you are i i almost i really gotta do a better job playing this game because you're you're five for six now so but you, i've tripped you up before so maybe you this, have this every dog true. has his day round seven sarah huckabee sanders the other of trump's spokespeople i think i think the one that McEnany replaced <laughs> they all have books all of them I'll be prepared because this is the other spokesperson. This is speaking for myself, faith, freedom, and the fight of our lives inside the Trump White House. Oh my God, dude, these really are copy and paste titles, eh? How'd you like the, how'd you like the alliteration? Faith, freedom, fighting for our lives. Oh, I see. Yeah. Triple F. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's a fire title. 6,300 ratings, by the way. Squaring off against Fedor Dostoevsky's The Brothers Karamazov. Epic tale of humanity. Never read that one. I read Crime and Punishment, but um, Dostoevsky. Hmm. I mean, it's like nine thousand pages and like tiny. Oh tiny, so. fuck, dude! No kidding. Felt the same way. I was reading it, falling asleep on a train. I was like, I gotta read this later. I bet um, you okay. fell asleep. Uh, ooh, do I rock? Do I rock with those? Do I rock with doy? Or do I go? I gotta go with the triple F alliteration, bro. I need the wrestling character villain over here. Now I fucked you over on this one. I fucked you over on this one. It was a dead heat tie, 4.8 each. Oh, that's that's a hidden option C. That's not that's that's bullshit. Take it up with the refs, homie. Unfortunately. Yeah, fuck the refs. Fuck the refs. Huckabee Sanders equivalent with Dostoevsky. So says Amazon. <laughs> oh my god, Doug. Round eight. Round eight. Now we're really we got heavy hitters to round up the last three here, okay? Round eight. Candace Owens and her book hey. Blackout. How Black America Can Make Its Second Escape from the Democratic Plantation. Ah, ooh, ooh, sizzling hot, that title. Goddamn, 20,000 reviews, by the way. Holy 
fucking Scripoli. 20,000 reviews. Holy shit. Yeah, Ooh. no kidding. Candy coming in hot. But she's squaring off against, I mean, I, I took it way back. Way back. Owens versus Plato, the Republic. Oh, oh Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to have to go with Candace Owens because I feel like people just aren't going to give Plato the love he deserves at this point. It's not even close. That this boy, this fucking boring old butt fucking child diddler from ancient Greece. Exactly. exactly. 4.9 to 4.5 wasn't even a fucking contest. Who needs Plato. forms? K forms aren't real. Candace yeah. Owens, that's real. That's real struggle. That's real. That's, that's real struggle real in modern America. Authentic realness coming from Candy O. The last two, I got some real heavy hitters here for you. Number nine, round nine. Ding, ding, ding. Donald Trump Jr. and his Ooh. book triggered how the left thrives on hate and wants to silence us. 7,000 reviews squaring off in the other corner against George Orwell's 1984. Oh my God. Donnie Jr. versus Orwell. I mean, this is HBO prime time, bro. Dude, this is, this is, this is Donnie J versus the fucking modern world we're living in right here, bro. Who I'm going to have bigger? to. I'm gonna bigger. have to ride with my boy Donnie J. I think Libtard Orwell is no match for Cocaine Donnie. Four point eight to four point yes. seven. Four point eight, bro. This guy has fans. Junior like fans, fans coming through, making Daddy proud. I mean, you know, just a quick aside. Not even trying to be funny here. Everybody read 1984 if you haven't. It's very obvious. Yes, read it, read it, and then uh, filter it through your own personal politics and use it to justify your own bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, no fucking kidding, actually. (laughs) No fucking kidding. You can twist that for anybody, bro. Uh, So, Donnie J. So, uh, here's the thing, man. You got to start reading the names. I know we only got one more here. It's like you got to read triggered semicolon and then the fucking next part because it really, every single one, it's like a copy-paste title. One, yeah, all of them, all of them. They're like, I, I'm convinced that there's like an, and all of them have like two to three to 4,000 reviews. All of them are almost five full five stars. And, and it's just like, dude, every single, like you're telling me that there are thousands of people who are out there reading every one of these books about the deep state woke left lib. It, it to me stinks of a fucking money laundering scheme is what it does. It sounds like people, it sounds like Republican operatives who need to get a little cash influx, write a book which is a ghostwriter, get a title, put it on Amazon, and like a Russian oligarch buys 10,000 copies and a bot farm jacks up their fucking ratings. Because there's no, like, every one of these are a fucking 4.8. Like, yeah. No. I, I, I feel you, Doc. It, it definitely sounds like there's some sort of, like, like a corporation that they're all using. Yeah. Just because it's, it's so formulaic, right? It's like those, uh, it's like YouTube podcaster type people who, who take those courses on how to, like, be successful on social media and then they're all yeah. copy-paste the same shit, yep. you know? They all go on Fiverr and get the same person to make their thumbnails with like, it's like, oh my God, like faces (laughs) and shit, like for everything. Now, round 10, the climax. This is it. This is the big one. Big Donnie Trump and his his literary masterpiece, The Art of the Deal, 11,000 reviews, by the way, squaring off against Harper Lee's infamous To Kill a Mockingbird, 56,000 ratings this is this is 
There's a showdown it's, in Yotown. It's going to hurt my fucking brain, dude. Because you also got the people that are going to review To Kill a Mockingbird that don't like it because they use the N-word in it, in it and don't catch the irony of the fact that the entire book is about how that's, like, that's the point, is that that shit's fucked up. And yet, I feel like Donnie's going to come out on top. I, like, I can't. I can't not write so you against are, Don Trump. You are, you are seven for eight. I, I nullify the tie because I tricked you, and that was just for my own enjoyment. So you were seven for eight. You were at a near you, – you, like the Republican books, are near perfect. Because I can't deal with the fact that Donnie Trump would write a more successful book than To Kill a Mockingbird, I have to go with Donnie J. I've heard people talk about the name of the art of the deal so goddamn much I don't even know shit about Trump. So I'm, I'm riding with Trump on this one. I say Trump has the more successful reviews. Unfortunately, this is to kill an orange face because it was 4.8 to 4.7 for Harper Lee, my friend. Oh, Are you serious? Sh- Thank God. Justice is restored in the fucking world. Oh, is, oh, little- is it? Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Woo. This arbitrary game that your co-host made up and matched things up accordingly has restored justice to the world. Did you read To Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> I have read To Kill a Mockingbird. I, I also highly recommend it as a white man who, you know, is unaffected by the morals of the story. With, yeah. with a daughter, names with a male name, you know? Oh, fuck. You, you, sure. So what I got from this was that basically Republican books are the greatest books ever written, ever, hands down, shut up, stay fucking woke. <laughs> like... <laughs> If you want an endless stream of, of unfathomably good classic literature, just start with like, start with Donnie Trump Jr. I mean, hammered Orwell. Orwell. I mean, who are we talking about here? George. Fuck names for kid George. Exactly. Writes a book about the future. Are you kidding me? The loser. Fucking dumbass. He must have committed a thought crime on himself because he fucking he wrote shit. Just garbage. I mean, I, I can't wait to read Laptop from Hell. Laptop from Hell. Laptop from Hell. I can't get over the structure of the names, dude. <laughs> like, it's yeah. so can, can you pick Ooh. a favorite? What, what was your favorite name? Follow the Money, uh, Laptop triggered. from Hell. Probably triggered. triggered. Yeah. Straightforward. You want you want to run with Donnie Jr.? Yeah. Donnie Jr. I think that's, he just punches it right in the mouth there. Maybe Shapiro. Mm-hmm. He's got a. What? Facts don't care about your feelings? Exactly. He's right. They don't give a fuck, dude. How, how like, excited do you think he got when he first thought of that term? Like, the first day he was, like, sitting around, fresh off a dry fucking of his wife. <laughs> Facts don't care about your feelings. <gasps> Scrambling to his computer to write that down. <gasps> Facts don't care about your feelings because I already came. <laughs> Slide oh. off. <laughs> I don't think it would be a slide. It would be more like a rough friction off. <laughs> Why am I burnt? It's <laughs> a lot of skin burn going on in Ben Shapiro's life. <laughs> well, you did good, my friend. You did. Uh, you you got a solid. You got a solid seven out of nine. That's a perfect I, rating, no. bro. Seven out of nine. Seven out of nine. Yeah, that's that's roughly uh you know a, a four point something out of you know. Nice. You'd have a pretty solid Republican book, I think. You know, I'm proud of you. Thank you. What would be the title of my book? Thank you. Probably would be Planned Obsolence. (laughs) Semicolon. (laughs) How how big dictionary is lying to you. (laughs) (laughs) You got to make it more inflammatory. How the woke 
<laughs> now the woke dictionary our lobby woke Webster's are <laughs> <laughs> cuck shilling for uh, I don't know big big print big print <laughs> fucking big print bro gotta watch out for that this has been episode 73 of the fucking a podcast my name is Dan my partner in crime and future literary sensation is Matt Mateo we want to thank you for we want to thank you for joining us for yet another episode of the comedy podcasting goodness. Um, you know, uh, if you like the show, if, if we entertain you in any way, please share it with a friend, show them where to find it, tell them to come on back, join us for episode 74. And uh, of course you as well come back again. I'll be back. If you like what we do, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fucking a podcast, F U C K I N E H podcast, email us. Do you have a book, a favorite book versus a favorite Republican book? Do you have any sort of, have you, have you read Triggered or Laptop from Hell? We want to hear what you have to say. Email us fnehpodcast at gmail.com. Reach out, hit us up. Let us know how you feel. Let us know what your favorite book is. You can find the podcast on YouTube and you can also find all the music from the intro and outro of the audio formats of the show on the fucking A Beats Spotify playlist, which you can find through our social media or just searching it on Spotify. Matt, parting wisdom, last thoughts as the music fades in and we fade out. You know, my dog's about four and a half now, turning five this year. And I realized a little while ago, like I'm probably about halfway through her lifespan. So I just want to tell everybody, clone your pets, clone ah. your pets, keep your love. You know, I don't want to lose that. My dog's too cute, man. She's too cutie. And on that note, I'm gonna go take you're advocating my bitch for, for a tan. all. Of, you're 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 advocating for all of these people to spend tens of thousands of dollars on cloning their pets. Yeah, you broke fuckers. Clone your pets. Like, what are you talking about? You don't love your animal. It's true. If you'd love them, you'd do it. Fuck your landlord. Don't give them your rent money anymore. Clone your pets. Thanks for listening, folks. Come on back next week. We'll see you then. Say bye. Bye. Picturing pitiful punk niggas copping, please puffing weed as I position myself to clock G's. My enemies scatter in suicidal situations. Never to witness the wicked shit that they was facing. Pockets is packed with presidents, pursue your riches. Evading the player, hating trick while hitting switches. Bitches is bad mouth, cause ballin' motherfuckers is bold. Go charge them home, the game should be sold. Them sick of psychotic society, somebody saving. Addicted to drama, so even mama couldn't raise me. Even the preacher and all my teachers couldn't reach me. I run in the streets and puffing weed with my peeps. I'm ducking the cop, I hit the weed as I'm clutching my Glock. Niggas is hot when I hit the block. What if I die tonight? If I die tonight. If I die tonight. Your pistols prepared for battle past the pump. When I get to pop, the niggas is dropping, then they done. Calling the chrome and I come collect the fucking corpse. He got it by a killer, preoccupied with being bold. Revenge is the method when never step and keep a weapon close. Adversaries are overdose over deadly notes. Jealous niggas and broke bitches equal back jails. Hit the block and fill your pockets making crack sales. Picture perfection, pursuing paper with a passion. Visions of prison for all the pussies that I blasted. Running with criminals, individuals with no remorse. Try to stop me, my pistol posse using deadly force. In my brain, all I can think about is fame. The police know my name. A different game ain't a thing changed. 
I'm seeing cemetery photos of my peers Conversating like they still here if I die tonight If I die tonight Scared to die, nigga Is you? Huh? If I die tonight Never fear, never pray If I die tonight Pussy and papers, poetry, power and pistols Plotting on murdering motherfuckers before they get you Pray to the heavens, 357s to the sky And I hope I'm forgiven for thug living when I die I wonder if heaven got a ghetto for thug niggas A stress-free life and a spot for drug dealers Listen while practicing how to flip and be a player Overdose of a dick while drinking liquor when I lay A pistol whipping these simps for being petrified and lame Disrespecting the game, praying for punishment and pain Going insane, never die, I live eternal who shall I fear? Don't shed a tear for me, nigga. I ain't happy here. I hope they bury me and send me to my rest. Headlines reading murder to death. My last breath. Take a look, picture a crook on his last stand. Motherfuckers don't understand if I die tonight. Nigga, if I die tonight. No fear, nigga. Never worry. If I die tonight. Bury me a motherfucking G. Close casket. Fuck you, better. If I die tonight. 